How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, January the 24th. Hey, friends, I hope you're well. Thanks for your patience while I was away this weekend. And I just wanted to let you know the weekend shows are probably going on a bit of a break for the next couple of weeks, because life is pretty chaotic right now. But the news shows will remain Mondays to Fridays. Let's get into it. I think most certainly the biggest story of the weekend is that Raven Software, a subsidiary of Activision Blizzard, has officially announced their intent to unionize. Now, they are not yet officially unionized. Technically, the next step is that Activision Blizzard either has to voluntarily recognize the union, or they have to force the employees into a vote, an election. But nonetheless, this is absolutely massive. It'll be only the second North American game developer union, if it goes through, and certainly the most high-profile one. Albeit, it is for a limited number of employees. You see, technically this union is for the Raven QA department, which is only about 34 employees. And these are the same people who have been on strike for a couple of weeks now. Now, I don't know the logistics. Maybe this is something that would allow it to snowball across farther reaches of the company. And certainly, you know, the the broader Activision Blizzard sphere. But it's at least something. And it definitely adds an interesting aspect to Microsoft acquiring them because I'm very sure that they are not interested in dealing with a union. So, anyway, it'll be fascinating to see how this develops. Okay, another thing that happened over the weekend is that a major, major exploit was found for the Dark Souls franchise. So, in Dark Souls Remastered 2 and 3, Bandai Namco have had to deactivate the multiplayer, because in PvP servers, if you just joined into a game with other people, they were able to basically run code on your computer, on your machine, without your permission. And so they could brick the computer, they could steal all your information, put some malware on there, whatever. And based on what they knew about Elden Ring, the upcoming game from the company, apparently it was going to apply there as well. So the company said, okay, thanks for telling us, we're, we're going to take the multiplayers down to fix this. But uh, hey, if you were playing PvP Dark Souls over the past couple of weeks, it might be worth doing a little bit of an investigation on your machine just to make sure you're okay. But I've got to say, the fact that somebody's actually able to do that through a video game is very scary. That's why you have to hope that the people who are making your game are good with their security. Alright, a new game for Yu-Gi-Oh! has recently released. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. They are calling it the definitive edition of the game. I think I'm correctly interpreting this game as an evolution to Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, or the equivalent to something like MTG Arena. And oh my goodness, is the game ever popular. On Steam alone, it has had over 250,000 concurrent players. 250,000 people playing the game all at the same time. And it released just last week. And that does not take into account the fact that it also released on console. Now, when it comes to a free-to-play card game, the amount that you're going to enjoy it is going to rely entirely on what you're hoping to get out of the game. Because sometimes you have a game that does not want to give you cards without you paying for them, which can be really sucky if you want to be competitive and, you know, you can only save up to get one or two decks that are competitive. Or they can, you know, give cards out like crazy and they just rely on the monetization of the cosmetics. Nonetheless, if you've ever wanted to get into Yu-Gi-Oh! or have some kind of nostalgia for it, it might be worth checking this out. It's probably very different than you're used to or remember it being, because Yu-Gi-Oh! has evolved a lot in the last couple decades. But it's great to see another video game success. Again, assuming that this is a a good monetization system. (laughs) Alright, Hitman 3 has officially launched on Steam. 
And if you look at its store page, you are going to see that it actually has a number of negative reviews. It's actually at a mixed rating right now. And it's pretty interesting because there are some what I would call legitimate concerns about this release. For example, it can be very, very confusing about the different editions of the game that there are. And they've had some snafus with progression before and having progression crossover from game to game and also from platform to platform. There's also been a lot of fair criticism about the game's VR mode, which was previously only available on PSVR. Now it's on PC. However, all of that being said, there's also a lot of people complaining that the game just didn't have a discount. So it had a one-year exclusivity on Epic Games, and people were expecting that the game would be discounted when it launched on Steam. And so rather than not buying the game because it was too expensive, uh, they bought the game and then left a negative review to say how annoyed they were that they bought the game for too much money. I don't know, it's a little silly. But in any event, you know, if you've been wanting to play Hitman, it seems like you can still pick up this title. Don't don't be too put off by the, the uh, reviews there. But it's definitely an interesting case study of, you know, knowing your audience. Because I'm sure if the developers knew this was going to happen, maybe they would have done a discount. I don't know. Anyway, folks, I'm out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. Of course, I'm back with the news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone.